You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Backstage Talk, a podcast about performing arts, films, and other things. This is your host, Martin Acuna speaking, and today we have our very first guest. It is someone very special to me. I met him in New York last January, and let me introduce you to Jeremiah Mitchell. Hi. So, our story of how we met was pretty funny because we were at the stage door after a Moulin Rouge performance and Jay was with a friend and his family over in New York for a weekend was it or a week it was a weekend and we were just hanging out at the stage door waiting for the performers to go out and sing playbills and we just started talking and since then we have texted each other a couple times and he is my very first guest so i am going to let you introduce yourself and tell us a bit about yourself that would be good do you want to just know about me or how i came to theater or we can start with why you chose northwestern university in louisiana as uh, your choice for Bachelor of Science in Theater. Okay, so I'm going to go on for a little bit because it's a, it's a little wild of a story. So it was a year, it was December a year ago. So December of 2018 and all the way up to December of 2018, I was going to be a nurse. That was the plan to be a nurse. I was going to go to school for two years. I was going to get my associate's degree in nursing And so that way I could travel. I could become a travel nurse and I was going to travel to LA or something and just work on our New York. It doesn't matter. Just be a nurse three days out the time and then the rest focus on auditioning and stuff. And then December came along. I don't know what hit, but I was just like, why, why am I going to be a nurse? I, it all revolves around theater. And I had like a little midlife crisis. I called my mom asking her what to do. And she was just like, if it's theater you want to do, then you should go for it. So I... From then on, I decided I wanted to be a theater major, and then I looked at the colleges in Louisiana and which one fit me best. And out of all the theater programs in Louisiana for colleges, NSU, Northwestern State University, had the best program. And so I went here and I auditioned, and I got on a scholarship to come here for theater, and I pretty much since then I've been set here. Cool. So you're, right now you're a sophomore, right? I'm a second year, second semester freshman. Second semester freshman. Okay. And when does your concentration start? It'll start my junior year. So that would be in like a year and a half. Yes, a year or a year and a few months. So uh, if you want to be a musical theater major, which is what I'm hopeful for, you have to come here and you have to be a theater major your freshman, your sophomore year. You kind of have to figure everything out, learn, take some dance classes, just get familiar with everything. Then by the time your junior year comes, you'll have an audition and it's in front of all the theater directors and You have to score 100% out of the three categories they give you, which is acting, dancing, and singing. So, like, say I made a 33% in singing, a 33% in acting, and a 34% dancing. Then I make 100%, which means I get passed on to be a musical theater concentrator. Okay, and I trust in your talent and know you're going to get that into that concentration, but if that audition goes wrong, what will you choose? 
because oh. I was I was checking the NSCU concentrations in in the theater bachelor and I saw you had like uh, three other choices. One was uh, directing, performing, performance, yeah, and performance direction. and directing. That's probably most where I would go because I don't really see myself doing anything else, whether it be biology or nursing, anything like that. I I love theater and I want to. If musical theater goes wrong, where I can't act and do what I love. I want to teach people what I love. So if, if musical theater goes wrong and I can't act, I can't do regional theater or anything like that, then I'd probably switch to performance and directing and I'd finish out NSU there. And then I would either be a school teacher and teach theater, or I would maybe make my own theater community and start slowly bringing in people and auditioning and doing shows and stuff. Cool. Well, I wish you the best in that audition. I know it's like we're, we're thinking a long way. We still a have a way. long... One, <laughs> one step at a time, Martin. Yeah, one step at a time. I, I always have my head in a, a lot of places, but I know that audition is going to be great for you. Now, my, my first question for you is what got you into performing? How did you start in the theater? What got me into theater? Oh... <laughs> I was in middle school. It was my eighth grade year. And there was this girl. Her name was Lizzie. And I had a crush on Lizzie. Lizzie had a crush on me. But at that time, I was awkward about it. I didn't know how to tell her I had a crush on her. Neither did she. But she invited me to watch her in Aladdin Jr. And so me and my grandma, we went and we watched her perform. We took a picture afterwards. It was great. Another show came along. Wait, no, 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 no. At Aladdin. When I got there to buy my ticket, the director of Langat Theater, Ross Schechneider, he uh, told me that they're doing Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat and that I should audition. He sees potential in me and stuff. Never hearing me sing, act, nothing. He just said he saw potential in me. And so I kept that in mind. I talked to Lizzie about it. Lizzie was like, you should do it, but I'm not forcing you, blah, blah, blah. And so I finally had the gut and I went to the audition and I ended up getting Benjamin and Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. So, and since since then, I've been doing theater. So Joseph was your first show, and you have a good Joseph, memory of that. I, so my church did, does something called Above All, and so I was kind of, I wasn't really acting, I was somewhat of a kid. I was maybe well, 10 or 11 when I did that, but Joseph was my actual first show where I got involved, and I had singing parts, I had to learn my harmonies, I had to learn my lines, stuff like that. Yes, that was my first show. That makes me think a lot of how the tables turn and we end up choosing our careers. If the, but the tables did turn, though. Me and Lizzie never worked out. We never started dating. We are actually best friends. Lizzie is like my sister. Well, theater brings people into our lives <laughs> in different ways, even if, if, if they come weirdly into our lives. <laughs> But I thank her so much. I tell her it all the time. And because without her, I don't know where I would be. I really don't. I've been doing theater since then. I mean, I'm in college for theater right now. I, I don't know where I'd be if I wouldn't have met that girl and she wouldn't have led me to my first audition. Well, good to know that. So a shout out to Lizzie. <laughs> yeah, Lizzie, if you're watching this, I love you. <laughs> I, I know that you've done Newsies a couple times. Now I know that you've done Joseph. And what other plays have you ever been in? Uh, I've done it quite a bit. We do like four shows. When I was in high school, the company I did with, we did about four shows a year. But just a few of them was uh, Joseph, 
newsies. I've been I did newsies for my uh, my company in high school. I'm doing newsies now in college. Uh, Hairspray, High School Musical, Madagascar Junior, Wizard of Oz, Peter Pan. Uh, Peter Pan. I'm, I'm sorry to go off subject, but Peter Pan. I met like my technical, technically first girlfriend. Her name's Claire, and she is a theater major as well at Baldwin Wallace Musical Theater. I think it's, I think that's what it's called. Uh, yeah, I think so. But uh, she was also a big influence on in my life for uh, acting and still pursuing my theater dreams. But uh, yeah, I've done, I've done quite a bit of shows. I, I don't have my resume about me to look, but uh, Newsies, Hairspray, High School Musical. Peter Pan, Joseph, those were the, some of the few that stuck with me that I can think of because I had good memories with them. And which was your, your favorite character of all those you've played? Which was my favorite character or which was my favorite show I've done? Both. The favorite character you've done and your favorite show. My favorite character was probably in Hairspray when I was Link because just the actors I was with were amazing. It was a fun time. We actually put on the show in two weeks. And I, yeah, it was, I would trade it for the world. It was, it was amazing. But my favorite show I've been in was definitely Newsies when I was in high school. I'm doing Newsies now, and I mean, it's awesome and stuff, but just the connections I made with the people in high school when we did Newsies, it's just, you wouldn't trade the world for, you know, I've made some best friends from that show. Newsies is, is, I, I love that musical. I remember um, I never saw it on Broadway, but I remember seeing the the film version, the film staged version. Um, the, the the like the one with Jeremy Jordan. Yep, with the original I've Broadway seen, cast. I've seen that one over a hundred times. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I love it. I actually love it. I think Alan Menken has done an amazing job with Disney. So it it is just amazing. And now, uh. Which is one of your best memories of a performance of all you've done? Best memory of a performance? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's been bloopers where I've I've stuttered on my lines. Or there was one time in Hairspray when I was Link and I was singing It Takes Two. We took one part of the song and I forgot about it. And then the show came and I sang that part, or at least the first two words of it. And I was like, oh, uh, uh. Um, But in high school... Uh, on the last performance, we had this thing going. On the last performance, we'd always, the other actors that weren't on stage, would go on the side stage and they'd try to mess us up to make us laugh. And that was, uh, it was hard to keep a straight face when you had to keep a straight face. But uh, that, that was a good memory I have. That's probably the best one. Like, try, yeah, I remember uh, someone, what was I doing? I think it was Peter Pan. No, it was a serious, it was me and Peter Pan on stage, and it was a serious moment. And I looked off side stage, and I saw someone with the Donald Trump mask on doing the floss dance. <laughs> and I completely what? broke character. <laughs> well, who wouldn't? <laughs> I mean, that, that would happen to a lot of us. And now... Wait, wait, wait. I know my best memory. Okay. It was Peter Pan, right? Yeah. You know how I told you how I ended up dating the girl that was Peter Pan, right? No, you haven't told me that. Oh, I thought I told you that. Her, her name's Claire. She Baldwin Wallace. I thought I told you that. You, you just told me that Claire was with you at some point, but not in Peter Pan. Yes, so. that, that was Peter Pan, though. Okay. Anyways, best memory I've ever did. I talked to the people that work at the uh, theater there, 
and they agreed with me. I got this big, long poster. It was homecoming season. I I said, Claire, I know it's not Neverland, but what about homecoming? And I got there super early before the show, before call time. They helped me put it up on the fly rail. And at the very end, when we're doing battles, they dropped the they dropped the flyer. And I asked her to homecoming right there in front of the whole audience and everything. She said yes, of course, but I mean, that was definitely the best memory. You are a man of cheesy lines asking for dances. <laughs> Because I remember seeing when might you... be, but you can't tell me that wasn't a good idea. The that fly was... on the flyer to come down. <laughs> that was a good idea, but I remember like going through Instagram, the one you did as uh, in, in the Elsa costume. Elsa, yes. <laughs> that was nice. I'm gonna it leave that there. That one was a little daring too, but I only had to ask. I, I don't even remember what the poster said, but I asked her to homecoming dressed up as Elsa, but I wasn't in front of an audience. <laughs> okay. uh, an audience is more nerve-wracking, because even though I dressed up as Elsa, if she would have said no, it would have just been me and my buddy that helped me out that saw the rejection. If Claire would have said no on stage, then the whole audience would have made a joke out of me. Well, you, you've got some nerve, man. You do. Now, back to our, our, our topics. Which is a dream role for you in a musical? A dream role? Yeah. Or a musical that you just say, I need to be in that production. My probably, no, most definitely my dream role. I've been, I've been wanting to be this dude since I was a sophomore, a freshman in high school. I've seen the show five times. Fiero and Wicked. I Did know, that right? Thing? That dude is something else. I That is my dream role right there. But my misfit dream role, if I could be a misfit dream role, it'd be Mimi in Rent. I love Mimi's character in Rent. And if, if that could work, if misfit casting was a thing, it want to be Mimi in Rent. But definitely Fiero is my dream role. I mean, Fiero is a difficult character. I mean, the, the range you need to sing Dancing Through Life is just another way. It's another thing. But Fiero is nice. I mean, who doesn't want to be Fiero? <laughs> hey, who doesn't want to be Fiero? I mean, unless you want to be Alpha Bun and take the whole stage. Who doesn't want to defy gravity in the middle of a flying <laughs> ball attached to your to your back? <laughs> Martin would definitely be Glinda. Yeah, yeah I think I would. <laughs> I think I would. I, I'm, I'm so picky in life that I would be, I would definitely be Glinda. Yeah. Well, one of the things that I want to talk about with you now that I've graduated college last uh, November, but you're just like basically starting. And basically. it's, what do you think are the challenges of being a theater program student right now? I can tell you first thing that came to my head when you said that a big challenge here is finding the right friends. Because like what I realized, I, it's really easy for me to make friends, but I realized at, at least my theater program here, Oh, man, this is... I already started. I can't stop. But for people people that know me, that are listening to this and think it's you, it's not. But in the theater program, I mean, it's all acting. I feel like everybody's just trying to fake be your friend just to get something out of you to bring you down or try to see what you got so they can one up you, something like that. And so it's just... It's, you have to be nitpicky with your friends. You have to pick the right ones. You have to know they're the right ones. Yeah. I got I, I, I know the feeling because back in in college it was people acted like it was a reality show and you had to destroy each other to like be the star or be in the spotlight or be, being taken into account 
I haven't met no one that's like had to destroy or nothing, but I've definitely met fake people here. In my in my eight, nine months being here, hundred percent met fake people. Yeah, but good thing about college time is that they will go away alone. I mean, like, yeah, but I mean, I do wish them the best, though. Like, yeah, you like, can wish them the best, but they they'll keep being fake people in my, forever. In my couple months of being here, I never never like dealt like personally with someone being fake to me and stuff. I've just seen it. I've yeah. seen it a lot in the theater program. You've already stated like one challenge for a theater program student. Do you have any others in mind? Yes, another challenge I have the community, the company I did theater with, I mean, I did have to learn harmonies and stuff, but, like, it wasn't, like, this strict. Now that I'm here and I'm a theater major and I'm having to know my stuff, I just, I never, this is actually my first semester taking theory and stuff, and it's just, like, a lot to get used to. You just, you have to be prepared. That's the number one thing. You have to be prepared. You have to know what you're doing, and you have to be ready to do it. And, and I could kind of slide away with that in high school but it's like not a joke now this is like the real world how professional theaters theater majors get treated and that's just one thing i'm adjusting to it good but i want to adjust to it great until i'm done with my theory class one one thing that actually got me through when college when teachers like asked me to do stuff and i didn't got any idea uh, of what to do was like fake it till you make it yes that's how you learn i mean it's There, there is just some experience that you will gain doing it, even if you know or do not know what you're doing. <laughs> the only way you're gonna make it is doing it. One of the things I remember we talked when we met in January was about Cameron Dallas going into the Mean Girls cast. Uh, what do you think about famous people getting into musical theater without a proper training? I don't think they deserve it, but I mean, I'm not going to like hate them for them. I still wish them the best. When I, I saw a bootleg of Cameron Dallas singing Morris Better, and I heard the girls that recorded it laughing at him, and I don't think anyone deserves that. I mean, even though he might not have deserved just getting the role going on there, he doesn't deserve the humiliation because he doesn't have the preparation for a role. Yeah, I, when, I remember I was like really pissed off because a lot of us invest a lot of time getting proper voice lessons, getting proper dance lessons, getting proper acting lessons. And out of the blue, a lot of people started getting roles just because they were influencers or Instagrammers or YouTubers. And mm -hmm. I was like, man, I mean, I I didn't I did not waste four years of my life training myself for this, for someone to just get it because it's going to sell more tickets. So that's why I was asking you um, about that. I mean, yeah, we spend a lot of time and stuff, but I also on this like it's frustrating, it's aggravating. But on the same part, the company that's doing this, I understand why they're doing it. Maybe tickets are selling low or something. So they get an influencer and teen girls or teen boys, whoever, like, ooh, it's Cameron Dallas. And then boom, tickets. The take the ticket booth, just like that. Okay, Prices. so since we're close to the end of this episode, I wanted to ask you your top five musical theater shows. Because I did it on my first episode, I, I it, since it was an introduction to myself, I stated and explained my top five. What are your top five? My top five. My number one was Wicked for the longest, but I gotta say Wicked's not number one no more. 
My top one's got to be Beetlejuice. I saw Beetlejuice. It was extraordinary. It was amazing. My second one is Moulin Rouge. It, it's just Moulin Rouge. It's, if you haven't seen the show, go see it, and then you'll understand why it's up there. My third one is Wicked. I love Wicked to death. I've seen that show five times. Uh, what else have I seen? And there's Hamilton. Hamilton, for sure. And then to close it off, number five. Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, Dear Evan Hansen is pretty good. It was actually really good. And I know you saw Jack Pill, and I'm jealous because I'm pretty sure Jack Pill would be in that top five for me. I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I'm going, when I go to New York in two weeks, I might, I might try to see it. You need to do it. I mean, uh, stage touring was just canceled today until new because notice. coronavirus? Yeah. Uh, you think most, most but... Broadway shows are like that right now, or? Yeah, I, I think most of, of the shows are canceling the stage touring, but they're not canceling performances. Hopefully they won't. But you need to get Jack Little Pill tickets. You need to. You need to. And then if you do, I promise you that you're going to be back on the podcast just to discuss Jack Little Pill. <laughs> you know, I'm going to try to, but my number one, I'm going for four days. And I'm going to see two or three shows in four days. And I'm I'm sorry, Martin, but my number one show that's going towards it is Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice is so good. I'm going to see it again because it closes June 6th. And Jack will pill doesn't even have a date when it closes. I could be back in New York and watch it again before it closes. Beetlejuice is about to leave and I want to see it again. But if I end up watching one on one show, which is 98% possible, Jack will pill, I will look into it. Because my grandma... Where she works, she gets discounted tickets. I got second row Beetlejuice tickets for 80 bucks. Nice. But I need you to go see Jack Little Pill. And finally, the last thing I want us to talk about is you can give a recommendation of a play, a show, uh, a film, a series that right now for you is a must-see. What What is that for you right now? Besides is a Beetlejuice? must-see, like, like theater-wise or... Uh, you can choose it if, if you want it theater wise or films or series. <laughs> What's a must see? Uh, of course, on Broadway, I'd say, I'd say Beetlejuice, Moulin Rouge, or Wicked. Any of those three, you'll be happy that you purchased the amount of your ticket you purchased for because you will be happy leaving that show. You'll be like, oh my God, that was the best. I'm going to go to sleep now dreaming about it. But, uh, a must-see, like, like a TV show? Yeah, or a film you've seen lately. Uh, I, I don't really know. I just, I really watch a lot of Netflix. I've seen Supernatural, The Vampire Diaries, uh, the Originals, just stuff like that. I can't really watch, I mean, I watch Big Mouth sometimes. I finished it already, but I normally watch TV shows that don't have anime characters in it, that have actual people in it. But... I want to show y'all can watch in May. The teen musical, the movie comes out, and I actually that's my first show. That was my first movie I filmed in. I was a supporting role, so there's one lead actress, and she's our, our teacher. And there's twelve high school kids, and I'm one of the high school kids. And so in May, I definitely be looking out for that. It'll be on Blu-ray and digital, and I definitely look out for that. So you can you can not to be conceited to watch me, but it's a it's a good storyline. Cool. We'll be sure to check it out, and as soon as it is out, I'll be posting that too. Well, I think we've reached... Wait, before we go... Oh, before we go... What is your dream role? Oh my god, my dream role. 
Um, I remember that initially it was Mufasa in The Lion King uh, okay. because it was my first Broadway show and I just loved it. But right now, I think it would be any role in Jag a Little Pill or Evan in Dear Evan Hansen. Man, I'm gonna have to watch Jag a Little Pill so we can have another podcast just about that show. Yeah, you do. You do because the uh, cast is amazing. <laughs> all right, Martin, I'm gonna let you close it. Before you close it, follow my Instagram at j.mitchie. Sorry, right, I just had to tag myself right there. I had to put myself in there. Go for it, man. You you close the show. You finish this podcast. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you for being back and listening. We've reached the end of this episode with our very special first guest, Jeremiah Mitchell. I am going to leave his social media links in the description of the episode and remember to rate and comment in apple podcast see you next week in another episode of backstage talk podcast bye bye we can say bye too. bye guys <laughs> bye Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.